Hi, I'm Seth Atwater, the Literary Life Coach, and this is Bibliotherapy with the World's Greatest Books. Welcome back. So today we're going to uh, talk about one of my favorite stories from the Book of Mormon. And those of you who maybe don't know the Book of Mormon as well, this is a story about, uh, it's, it's known as Helaman and the Stripling Warriors. And the Stripling Warriors are, are, are a group of 2,000 young men. And, and we don't know the exact age of these young men, but we know that they're very young. And um, that they're the, the this is a group of people who have moved away from uh, their homeland where they were being um, hunted and killed by their own people. And they moved away from their homeland among the Lamanite nation and they moved to the Nephite nation. And the Nephites have been protecting these uh, people, either known as the uh, people of Ammon or as the anti-Nephi-Lehi's. And the anti-Nephi-Lehi people had uh, made a covenant that they would no longer take up weapons of war. They were, they were not going to fight uh, with anybody. But the Nephites who are protecting them from the Lamanites are, are in a really bitter conflict with the Lamanites. And uh, many of the Nephites are dying. And, and these people decide maybe we do need to take up our weapons of war again. Maybe we need to fight and defend ourselves and help the, the Nephite people. But the prophet at the time, whose name was Helaman, he convinced them not to. He told them, you've made a covenant with God and you need to keep that covenant. But they had about 2,000 young men. And we, again, we don't know the ages specifically, but we know that they were young enough that they, that they weren't able to make the covenant with the, with the majority of the people. And so these very young men uh, come to Helaman and ask him if he will lead them. Uh, and then this is interesting because Helaman, as far as we know, is not a military man. He's the prophet, but he's not a military man. But they ask him, Will you lead us? Will you be our leader? And we will go and fight, um, fight with the Nephites uh, against the Lamanites. And so this is the group, this group of 2000 young men. I, I just I love the story of this of the stripling warriors or the sons of Helaman. And the song I've chosen to be their theme song that I wanted to talk about is uh, Invincible by Pat Benatar. And so, um, is there anything I missed, Seth, that you wanted to say about, about the Stripling Wars before we go into the song? Uh, nothing in particular. I find it sort of interesting. This is um, a little bit different from what we've done before because we're talking about uh, not just one character, but a large group of them, like a whole 2,000 people at once. So I'm interested to see exactly how this plays out with that slight difference there. Yeah, absolutely. It's true. It's true. And normally we just choose the one character and we could have gone with Helaman and maybe we'll come up with a theme song for Helaman another time. But I really wanted to go with the Stripling Warriors and this song because this song really does make me, it really makes me think about these, these Stripling Warriors. And um, so let's go ahead and get started with our song, uh, Invincible by... Pat Benatar. It starts, it says, This bloody road remains a mystery. This sudden darkness fills the air. 
What are we waiting for? Won't anybody help us? What are we waiting for? And this is, this is, I just think a really great beginning to this because we talked about how there's this bloody war going on. Uh, thousands and thousands of people are dying and these people are kind of being forced just to watch because, because of the covenant they've made. So this is this is that beginning that it's the bloody road it remains a mystery this sudden darkness fills the air the darkness of war and conflict um and then the people ask themselves what are we waiting for uh won't anybody help us what are we waiting for right this is this is just the the introduction to the whole the whole scene and then now we're going to get into the young men these 2000 young men um, obviously being very young, they're so there's, there's hopefully they're innocent. And the idea is that they're, they're young, they're innocent. And so it says, we can't afford to be innocent. Stand up and face the enemy. It's a do or die situation. We will be invincible. And I love this. Obviously, you know, these young men having to go into war as at, at, at this young age, um, ready to stand up and face the enemy. They know that there's a chance they're going to die. It's, it's a do or die situation. And then we will be invincible. And that actually just makes me think of the, uh, the, the scripture reference where she, where they say, we know, we believe our mothers knew it. Right. right yeah. That sense of our mothers believed in Jesus Christ and that he could save them. Our mothers knew that. We believe it because our mothers knew it. So we will be invincible. And invincible, not necessarily in their minds, meaning we can't die, but invincible in that um, our courage will stand strong regardless of what uh, what we face. Yeah, definitely. Um, and while that's kind of uh, the feeling uh, that they would have been going into this situation with, that I think that describes really well this section also kind of speaks a lot to uh the ending of this story and the part that makes it really amazing and miraculous in the fact that uh during this whole battle that they end up going through that of these 2,000 young men not a single one of them ends up dying there's some of them who are injured but they all manage to make it out alive because of their faith and that's uh really cool yeah, that's true. So, they, so in a way, they they were kind of invincible, just in the sense of Jesus Christ was with them, and their faith was sufficient, and I think He was there to protect them. And and then, like you said, none of them none of them died. In fact, in the first battle they were in, there were some that were wounded, but even not not even I think a majority of them were wounded. By the in their second battle, I think every single one of the two thousand were injured, but none of them died. And so you get, you get this in the story, this invincibility that they have, which I, you know, comes from their faith in Jesus Christ. Um, so that, so that kind of fits, goes right along with what, what's going on with these, with these young men. Um, and then the next line says, the next uh, stanza says, this shattered dream you cannot justify. We're going to scream until we're satisfied. What are we running for? We've got the right to be angry. What are we running for when there's nowhere we can run to anymore? And this really brings me back to the very first battle that they're in. And in that first battle, what we see is 
uh, Helaman and his two and these two thousand young men uh, come to the aid of Antipas, who is the general of the Nephite army in this area, and they come to support him. And they want to fight the Lamanites, but they don't want to have to fight them in the strongholds of the cities. And so what Antipas decides is he asks Helaman to take his 2,000 soldiers and to march close to the Lamanite fortifications and then march north. And by doing so, he's hoping that he will draw the Lamanite army out because they'll look and they'll see there's only 2,000 of these, these, and they're young men. They're not probably not as well armed as some of the other, you know, forces because they're just these young men who came together to, you know, uh, with, with just on their own. Anyway, so, so they do, they, they march close to the, to the fortifications of the Lamanite army and then they march north and the layman army army sees them as a small group maybe maybe bringing provisions to the nephites and so they think okay we can stop we need to stop this and so the whole Lamanite army leaves their fortifications to follow helaman and his 2000 stripling warriors and helaman and his 2000 young men march very quickly to the north and the Lamanites march quickly after them. And then Antipas and his army then come up behind the Lamanites and march after them. And it's interesting because they march for days. And finally, at at one point, the Lamanite army is no longer, no longer seems to be following Helaman and his sons or his stripling or these, or these young men. And so then they, he asks them, he says, what should we do? Should we turn around and go back and face the enemy, face the, the Lamanites? Um, but if we do that, it might just be a trick, and, and, and then we might get trapped. And the, the 2,000 young men say, no, we need to go back. We need to see. And, and so they, they do. They turn around, and that goes into that whole line there. What are we running for? Right? Say so we've got the right to be angry. Now I don't know how angry they actually were, but they had a right. They they were fighting for their liberty and their lives and their families. So we have a right to be angry. What are we running for when there's nowhere we can run to anymore? It's kind of this idea of we're just running and let's go back and, and face these this this enemy. Um and uh and that whole thing of them running to the north and the Lamanites behind them chasing them, and then Antipas and his men chasing the Lamanites. And it's just this great picture. Um, so, uh, any thoughts about that, Seth? Uh, I don't know. It's been a little while since I've uh, read this story, so I don't necessarily remember all of the details about um, the battle and how it played out. So I'm just having a fun time listening to it uh, narrated over because it's a really interesting uh, battle in, in all of the tactics and stuff like that, and that's something that I find interesting. So, And, and maybe having served in the military for 10 years, I have a particular affinity to these, to these military yeah, that things. Um, anyway, so, so, he, so you can imagine these young men running away from this large Lamanite army that's probably, you know, 10, 20, 30,000 in, in, in number versus their 2,000. And so there's this fear that if we turn around, it's 2,000 against, you know, it's 10 to 1 um, at best. And then 
and then them the young men saying no we need to turn around we need to we need to do this so then that goes into our next our next line again and brings us back to the chorus we can't afford to be innocent right so they've said why where what why are we running? What are we running for when there's nowhere we can run run to anymore? And then they, t- they say, we can't afford to be innocent. They recognize this. We have to face, stand up and face the enemy. It's a do or die situation. We will be invincible. And, and that's their faith again. We're going to turn around. Then it says, and the, when with the power of conviction, there is no sacrifice. It's a do or die situation. We will be invincible. Wow, that's like... That's just perfect. Like, you don't even have to explain how that works after everything we've already discussed. Yeah, so so we've got these young men who just turn around. They say, no, we're going to go fight. And we can't afford to be innocent anymore. We have to face the enemy. Uh, we know that we could die. It's a do or die. So we know that. Uh, but we're going to be invincible in our faith. And with the power of conviction... There is no, this isn't a sacrifice for them, right? They're saying, we, we have this power of conviction. We know we're, we're, know we're, we're fighting for the, a good cause. Uh, and so there is no real sacrifice here. If we die, it was for a good cause. Um, and then it's a do or die situation. We will be invincible. Uh, and then it just goes in again. Won't anybody help us? What are we running for when there's nowhere we, uh, nowhere we can run to anymore? Uh, and goes on. We can't afford to be innocent. Stand up and face the enemy. It's a do-or-die situation. We will be invincible. And with the power of conviction, there is no sacrifice. Um, and, then, and, then that, and then that kind of repeats through the end of the song. Um, so these young men who turn around to face the Lamanites uh, with this unshakable faith, um, once they actually get turn around and, and go back and they and they do reach the Lamanites what they find is that the Nephite army that they're a part of and that's led by Antipas has been fighting with the Lamanites which is why the Lamanites had stopped chasing them and the Lamanite army was about to beat Antipas's army and then the these 2,000 young men get there and they start attacking the Lamanites from the rear and it forces the entire Lamanite army to turn to face these 2000 young men because they're, they're fighting so well. And they're, and they're just with this faith and this conviction, um, just completely devastating the, the Lamanite army from behind. And then as the Lamanite army has to turn to face them, then Antipas's army is able to get back into formation and able to hit them, hit the Lamanites again. And the Lamanites then surrender their army to the Nephites. And if it wasn't for the conviction of these young men, and just like this song says, recognizing there's we can't be innocent anymore. Uh, we have to fight. We have to face the enemy. We have to be the ones to be there. And then their unshakable faith. And then like 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 Seth was telling us, uh, in this battle, not a single one of these young men were killed. And so that comes into that little, that invincible, we will be invincible. And, and then, and then as, as you read on, they, they become involved in another battle in which um, every one of them gets injured, but not one of them gets killed. And as far as we know, there's the, there's the two major battles that they're involved in. And then after that, there are other skirmishes and battles that they're likely involved in. But those are the two that we really get um, 
to learn about really, really closely. And um, so, so this is this is just my song for those twelve for the for those two thousand two thousand young men who would like to be able to stay at home and just live a normal life. And then you could take this not just for these 2000 men, but if you consider any, um, you know, you consider that, that it could be used for any group of young men who are, or young women who are forced to give up their innocence in defense of their own personal rights and family. And we see that, you know, in the United States, we faced that in, in the two world wars, in the, in the Civil War, in the Revolutionary War. If you go into uh, Vietnam, Korean Wars, if you, you really you watch some of the documentaries about these wars and about these men who went and fought. Um, and nowadays, women are, are taking part in that as well. And so are also having to uh, you know, forego their innocence in, in, in terms of life and death and, and humanity. And, uh, so it's very fascinating as I, as I think about this, not only in terms of these 2000 stripling warriors, these 2000 young men that were fighting for the Nephite army against the Lamanite army, but also those young men and women in our own society who have, uh, had to forego their own innocence in defense of what they believe in. Yeah, that's a really interesting um, perspective, uh, and uh, I think, um, you know, I'm really impressed with how well this was able to turn out, despite the fact that we didn't pick just one character for this. It was a whole group of people who, um, you know, at least personality-wise, we don't know that much about them within the story, uh, but it still was able to work and apply to them really really well so that's that's neat absolutely and so and so you can one of the things you can see here is that just about any situation you can have a theme song that really captures what is happening and in this case it's 2,000 young men uh, who are going off to battle um, and 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 yet there's this great a song that really rep in, in my mind at least really represents what they're doing and and then i can take that same song and i can i can then take it and put it into a modern context um and say look this is happening you know today or or has happened recently um and we can see how men and women are having to face these same types of odds and that same kind of theme song really fits um, so thank you for being with us. Read some good literature, read a good book and listen to some good music. And we'll talk to you next time.